Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Thoughts and prayers are not a strategy. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. Welcome to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. I'm Chris Hahn. Thank you for liking, rating, subscribing, reviewing, telling your friends about this podcast, and of course, following me on Twitter. I'm at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. I'm Christopher Hahn and Y on Instagram. If you want to see my ties before I go on the air or pictures of my dogs, that's where you'll find them. Um, I wish I could start this show on a happy note, but unfortunately, there was another mass shooting over the weekend in Buffalo, New York, a, a town where I've lived for a year. Uh, a lot of you know I went to University of Albany, but my first year of college, I went to Buffalo State College uh, in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I actually went up there for a summer course, spent six weeks in Buffalo that summer, and I really actually got to know the city pretty well while I was there because, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to do on campus. So we were out in the city doing our thing, and it was a interesting city. It was a city on the decline for sure. Um, but it was a fun city, a manageable city, um, very close to Canada. There was a lot of good things going on there. And, you know, there was businesses just kind of leaving big businesses, but to see this happen, uh, again, racially motivated for sure. We know this now the police chief came right out and said it, the manifesto left by the shooter, uh, clearly points out that he was in this for racist reasons, white supremacist reasons, clearly influenced by right-wing media, which really needs to stop at this point. Um, you know, I used to go on the Tucker Carlson show. I don't anymore. And, and again, I said last week and two weeks ago, I, I'm sorry I had to skip last week. And I know I've skipped twice in the last month, which is unlike me. I've been doing this show for three and a half years. I think I've only skipped two episodes, three episodes. And uh, two of them were in the last month. But uh, I'm going to draw that back, so don't worry. So barring holidays, I should be here. Now, I don't go on Tucker anymore. Uh, And it wasn't by my choice, I'll be honest. Um, They stopped having progressive guests for the most part. He has very few progressive guests. They're few and far between. I'd still go on. And I would tell him the truth to his face like I did on Fox News daytime. (laughs) <laughs> where I basically said I called him out for what he was, a conspiracy theorist. I didn't call him a white supremacist on Fox News. I've called him called him that on the radio. I've called him that on this podcast. I don't know if he's a white supremacist. I do know that he panders to them. I do know when you call when you talk about the replacement theory, you are basically quoting neo-Nazi KKK journals. 
and you're bringing that into a more, let's just call it a more mainstream right wing, and you contribute to the radicalizations of people who do what they did this weekend. But that's only part of the problem. The bigger problem is that the right in this country for the past 50 years have been making it almost impossible for states to ban weapons like the assault weapon that was used in Buffalo at that supermarket on Saturday. I I mean, how much of this carnage, you know, Donald Trump opened his his, uh, inaugural address by saying, this American carnage stops here right now. Yeah, no, it hasn't. It hasn't. And conservatives and Republicans in this country bear a lot of the blame for allowing these guns to be so widely circulated in America. I, I don't know how many more times I'm going to have to have this conversation. I did not. This was not what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about the upcoming elections. I wanted to talk about the Pennsylvania primary. I wanted to talk about choice. I wanted to talk about Clarence Thomas saying, you know, the Supreme Court has been irreparably damaged by this leak, which, by the way, I believe came from Justice Alito. I talked about that last week. And I'll talk about that with Janet Johnson in my interview that I I recorded before this shooting incident. So the fact that we're not mentioning it, don't don't blame Janet or me. Uh, We just recorded it before it happened. No, but here we are again. I mean, I I don't know how many more times I have to have this conversation. I I don't know if anybody's listening to this conversation in America. I know that the right wing surely does not care, right? They will, you know, they will cry foul over a woman exercising her right to choose. But, you know, if you gun that baby down in a parking lot five minutes after it's born, they will protect your right to have that stupid ass gun. How many more people have to die in America? How many more people have to die in America before we figure this out? I, I, it doesn't matter. We're not going to figure it out. Let's be clear. We're going into an election cycle that's going to benefit Republicans unless Democrats figure out a way to message on this. And let me explain something. Let me, let me call out some of the progressives in this party who think that not using the word choice is the way to go in the Roe debate by calling it abortion. No, we should not be in favor of abortions. We should be in favor of a woman's right to choose. Language matters. Go out there and try to convince people who are going to make up the majority, who are going to, you know, who are going to be the swing voters in any election that you're pro-abortion. No, Bill Clinton had it right, safe, legal, and rare. We should be doing everything we can in this country to educate people on birth control and reproduction so they don't have abortion. And this is another part of the hypocrisy on the right. They don't want to even provide birth control, and they sure as hell don't want to educate you on birth control or sex or sexuality at all, right? We see this battle all over America right now. We got, we got, I got Andrew Giuliani coming out to Long Island to campaign in school board elections on Long Island. Are you freaking kidding me? Why? Because they want to decide what you teach your kids, what the schools teach your kids. They want to make sure that you don't learn about things like birth control and reproductive health. And then they want to deny a woman a right to choose in America, too. And, and oh, by the way, they don't care if you're raped or if you're going to die. They don't care about that at all. So, but let's get clear here. The word you should be using is pro-choice. 
pro-choice is popular. Pro-abortion is a losing message. So come at me if you want people further to the left than me. I am pro-choice. I have been pro-choice my entire career. But I do not want to see more abortions in America. Nobody should want that. But of course, then we lose the policy debate. If we go, it's driving me batty, frankly. I've been hearing it and it's driving me batty. People got to grow up. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have that choice and to exercise that choice. But the choice is what we should be fighting for. Not the freaking word. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm fired up today for a lot of reasons that I will not talk about on this show today, but I will talk about in the future. Um, I have an excellent guest here, um, Janet Johnson. She's been on before. She's like my political soul sister, um, who I've never met. I talk to all the time. I talk to her like every six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. Uh, for probably six years now, seven years, but I've never actually met Janet, and we've got a lot in common. Uh, and I think you're going to enjoy this interview. She's in a lot better mood. I'm in a lot better mood when I did this interview than I am right now. Between the choice debate, between what's going on in Pennsylvania, between other things happening here in New York State, uh, I am uh, I'm on fire tonight, and I'm looking forward to uh, to just having this day end. So anyway, I am going to play this interview. I hope you like it. I'll be back to Robert. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lift or Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Let's get to it. I'm going to talk to one of my favorite legal analysts from CNN, Janet Johnson, friend of the show, friend of mine. How you doing, Janet? Well, I think this week... It's not the best week I've had in my uh, 56 years of life, and most of those years living with Roe v. Wade is the law of the land. It's, um, you know, a day or week that we thought would happen, but, uh, you know, really, in the back of my mind, I wasn't prepared. I, I mean, I knew this was going to happen, uh, but I thought it would happen, like, the last week in June. Mm, I thought wow. it would be the last opinion they handed up. Or handed so down, know, apparently. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, and we'll talk about who may have leaked it <laughs> later yeah. on. But let's oh, talk. Yeah, let's talk about the actual substance. Yes, uh, because it is. It is because to me, I, I saw it coming. Right? I mean, they allowed the law to stay in place. Um, they were they. You know, they they took the case. They allowed it to stay in place. Right. Um, so I said, you know, they're going to overturn it. And quite frankly. 
they've been working towards this moment for 50 years. I mean, the Republican Party and the conservative movement in America, this has been their singular cause. And now they are the dog that caught the car. And well, the- I hope I hope that that's true. You know, I I just thought they would gut Roe, but say for the sake of precedent, we're not overturning it, but it's you know so restricted that it's essentially overturned. But if this draft is the one that ultimately gets published, he you know he does say we're overturning Roe, and by the way, we're coming for you overfall and gay marriage and, and Griswold v. Connecticut birth control and. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's the other one in Texas. Uh, you know, it, there's all sorts of problems here uh, that disappear if there's no constitutionally protected right to privacy. And right, right. And I'm, you know, I saw a Washington Post columnist say, "You're being alarmist." There, you know, these things are popular. Well, you know what else is popular? Abortions. Popular. Right. Right. Choice. It didn't stop them. Yeah. Doing cho- that. Choice you know, is in, popular. In 1973, you know, Roe v. Wade was, you know, seven to two decision. It was a Republican decision, a Democrat decision. This is not a controversial, you know, abortion wasn't controversial. No. This is a modern day manufactured issue. And, you know, I guess I don't like to criticize Democrats, but shame on us for letting them dictate the conversation around abortion. We had to be embarrassed. We had to talk about making it rare and, you know, how many exceptions we should have. And right. We don't want abortions. You know what? It's none of your business. And we should have said that from day one. Yeah. You know, and quite frankly, it's cho- it's a choice that the government should right. be in- involved with. Right. And and frankly, if you really don't like abortion, maybe you should be doing things to make it uh, a more difficult choice because there's programs available to raise children. Uh, there is birth control available at every right. street corner. You don't have to ask the pharmacist for it. You know, I mean, like if you don't like abortion, don't have one. Right. That's, the, that's really the only position, the only answer. Then you don't have to have one. But, you know, I don't want a boob job, so I'm not getting one. But I'm not going to you know, pass a law that says you can't have one. It's not. You know, it's not it's not your business, and it's definitely right. not Alito's business. You know, I would have thought, quite frankly, that they wouldn't have a man. You know, I mean, you know, we have a woman now on yeah. the court. It would have, for optics, letting her write the opinion, I think would have made a lot more sense. I wonder why she didn't write. I mean, obviously, the senior justice mm-hmm. on the majority side gets to assign the opinion, and Clarence Thomas couldn't assign it to himself. For a variety of reasons, yeah. most likely, most importantly, his wife is an insurrectionist and he knew the whole time, right. um, you know, so he couldn't assign it to himself. You would think that they would have assigned it to Amy Coney Barrett, but she didn't <laughs> want it. Clearly. Well, she, you know, she lied most recently in the group of liars. So right. She, you know, that was her concern. But, you know, the, you know, again, you would talk about the leak. You know, the leak, I, I, you know, thank, thank you, leaker, whichever side you're on, who may be Ginny Thomas for all we know. But, right. you know, quite frankly, you know, the, the leak to me is is such a small issue compared to all of the other, the lying, no, the, the idea the, that precedent the, yeah. you know, even is a word anymore. You know, we know when they're saying it that they're lying, but, you know, they called it super precedent. Right. Just precedent. Right. Super precedent because it's yeah. been upheld, upheld several times in, you know, Casey, the most uh, important yeah. version of it. But yeah. it, it's amazing to me. And, and again, I do want to talk about the leak because it's like a parlor game, but I don't want to talk about that first. I know. I know but it's sort of like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, like, uh, you know, like it is right the, now in life. It's, it, it's the, it's the conservative distraction because they are making it seem like a 
liberal justice leaked it, but I my theory is that a conservative justice leaked it. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people think that. But I also think that it's sort of like, you know, um, necessity as a defense, you know? I mean, it's, you know, the woman who leaked the information, you know, who ended up in prison, um, reality winner, you know? I mean, yeah, these are technically bad things to do, but good for you for doing it. You know, we're going to find out. And, it, you know, the irony is Alito's canceling all of his appointments. They're putting up a wall. You know, he has the non-existent right to privacy. Right. He says women <laughs> are entitled to because you know why? When they wrote the Constitution and women were property, they weren't even. Right. Know, right. There weren't any women in the room when they wrote the Constitution. There any women, and they didn't mention abortion. But you know what? People are pointing out, you know, this is where Twitter, while we still have it, you know, before Elon Musk you know, does away with this, you know, people have pointed out abortions weren't even controversial. There have been abortions in some form or another for, you know, since biblical time, you know, forever. And the founding fathers, no, they didn't talk about it, but they weren't against it no. either. No, it wasn't an issue. It was like, it why would the government have a role in this, right? They weren't, you know, the whole quickening, you know, debate, the whole quickening argument, that that existed back then. And as long as, you know, before quickening, it wasn't even frowned upon to try to, you know, have, have an abortion, whether it's with herbs or, you know, a, a whatever device they used. You know, my grandmother during the Depression, had an abortion, talked about it. She was def- she was a Nixon voter. She was not a liberal. Right. Um, it was a terrible experience for her. And, you know, I grew up kind of knowing about that. And well, t- today, then, today a Nixon <laughs> voter would be a liberal because he created right. the EPA. <laughs> so, that's right. You know. Yeah, and that's where we are, you know. And, you know, Madison Cawthorn, I don't care who he has sex with. I don't care what, you know, what he's doing. But don't deprive me of my right to privacy then. Right. It, it is, it's just insane and, 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 you know, in the next segment, we'll get into the details a little bit of this, this, this decision. I'm sure you've read it 10 times. I mean, yeah. I, I've read it. And, and it's funny because I was sitting on the couch with my wife on Monday night. We were watching Ozark. And my wife goes, holy. And I can't say it on, on yeah. public radio. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, look at your phone. And I look at my phone and there it is. And I'm like, what? How is well, this happening you know, now? Yeah. And then I get a call to come on TV. I was on TV a little yeah. later. Uh, yeah. And it was just, you know, it was nonsense. Um, well, it's, it's a really draconian, you know, incredibly awful opinion. I went to bed early and sometimes in the middle of the night when I can't sleep, I, I wake up and I look at. You know, I know I texted you before I went on TV. I said, now you got to come you know, on on Thursday. I'm so glad I didn't know because I wouldn't have slept. All, I'm sure most people probably didn't sleep all night who read it. Nothing stops um, me from sleeping. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. I know. But when you do read it, you know, I mean, he um, his clerk, you know, I'm sure it's not just him, but it is your worst nightmare of how they would how they would do it because they are they're coming for all our rights. Yeah. They're coming for all our rights. They're like, look, if a state wants to ban it, the state can ban it. That's just you know, it's not in the constitution, not a traditional you know, it's almost like it, it's almost it's like slavery. I mean it's like saying, well let's vote and see you know who wants to have it and who doesn't. Yeah. So there are basic human rights that you don't get to leave up it, to the state. It kind of reminded me the New York Times did that whole piece about Tucker Carlson's white supremacy yeah. in the last couple of days. Right. Um, it kind of reminded me of what he calls it legacy Americans. Like they were talking right. about traditional American values. Are you kidding me? Bad values. Right. Bad ones. I, I mean, you that's, win, that's your hanging your hat on like traditional American values from 1789. <laughs> right. and, and when, yes, the other values at the time were, 
you know, that women weren't mentioned anywhere right. in our Constitution. They didn't have any rights. But this wasn't one of the things that they weren't allowed to do, and that's the craziness of yeah. it. But you're right, it harkens back the time that they want to live in, and it's a minority of Americans, but unfortunately they have a majority of power thanks to you know, the rigging of the Supreme Court, yep. and, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all the entire majority, all six of them were appointed by presidents. Well, wait a minute, that's right. not true. Other than Clarence Thomas. I mean, look, let's get into this a little bit. This opinion to me, I, I mean, it was a trolling opinion. He he quotes mm-hmm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. He quotes, quotes Lawrence Tribe. He quotes all many people who are supportive of, of choice, and then he basically says, "If you're a, if you're pro-choice in America, you're basically a Nazi." Yeah, and, and you know he says that the only non-enumerated rights that they can recognize are rights that are deeply rooted in the nation's history and tradition, and implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. I mean, do the math, people. Yeah, if you're not a white man who's straight, and you know cisgendered and you're not fitting into these this group of rights you don't get these rights right right and you know it it is crazy to me that people will use the word liberty and then take away the right to privacy i don't understand how liberty can exist without privacy well i mean yes he's saying he doesn't recognize the right to privacy but then he's he also said Sometimes we might, if we think that it, you know, harkens back, like you said, to the the days of old when it was, you know, basically, listen, there's not going to be consistency. They're going to be hypocritical. That's how the rights are in America today. You know, these people are also in favor of the death penalty. So, uh, you know, how is he going to explain that? You know, there is no... Their agenda was to go for Roe, and they appointed justices. And George Bush did the same thing. Yep. This is not a new, you know, nope. he's no better. Nope. You know, he's somewhere toasting and celebrating. He's happy. Yeah, you know, this th- was their plan. I mean, this yeah. was their plan. And quite frankly, it was a deal in a lot of ways. The religious right wanted the courts. They said, we will support you. We will support you no matter who you put up. We want the courts. And that deal was made. That deal was made very clear when Trump was running for president, a man who did not deserve the, the support of anybody who believed in family Over values. So he got Falwell and right. the, the nutty religious they, people. They, they, and you know what? The other, you know, he stands for nothing. So, you know, and I right. don't even like to think about him, but people like him and, you know, really the majority, I mean, like you, like like me, if our children, our daughters needed abortions, it wouldn't matter where we lived. They would get abortions. Right. I mean, that, the bottom line is this doesn't affect, you know, us in that sense. It directly. doesn't affect anybody who has means. It right. only affects the poor. So people like, you know, Donald Trump and his ilk can certainly justify it by saying, look, our people will get abortions when they need it. But... You know, most people in these states know what's going to happen in the states that have the trigger of as soon as Roe is struck down, you know, 50 percent of the women in America are not going to have access to abortion where they live. Right. Because they're they're going to have provisions triggered. And the the long term goal is there's going to be a federal law outlawing abortion. And I agree. The minute these people get control of all three branches of government, they will, you know, H.R. 1 will be banning abortion. Yes. H.R. 2 will be banning gay marriage. 
it, it's there's no there's no doubt in my mind that is their agenda. They got to do something to keep their religious base active, right? They've got to do something to keep those nuts on their side. Yeah, I mean, hate is what they've got. You know, I don't, I can't think, and I've thought about this the whole time that this has been on the you know table our whole lives. What rights have people had that the government has given and then taken away? None. And <laughs> none, right? I mean, I can't think of any other time. Right. You know, me. I hope not. Just you know, I hope women are now you know strong enough, and you know we're kind of empowered enough for now to do something about it because. You know, you don't give people something and take it away and have happy people. It doesn't work that way. Even Republican women, you know, I have a woman who works for me who voted for Trump. And the day after the election in my office when I was crying, she said, no, it'll be okay, JJ. And I said, no, it's not going to be okay. And and I said, you know, Roe is gone. Abortion right, is gone. gone. No, no, they can't do that. Abortion is popular. They can't do that. Like, they don't care. Republicans do don't that. care what's popular. Right. They will now spend the next two months trying to make choice unpopular. Like, that's what they will do. And it didn't really happen or blame, you know, Joe Biden because he was president when it happened. And the, the concern is, you know, everyone thinks there'll be a price for them to pay. I don't know about that. I'm not sure the media is going to, you know. We're going to move well, on. Democrats have a wedge issue now to deal well, with through November, right? They have a wedge issue. Uh, you know, they should bring votes up every freaking right. day. And consumers bringing the vote up next week. But the problem is it doesn't get covered. You know, I, I know like everyone says, do something. You know, Democrats should be screaming. You know, Gillibrand had a great, you know, camera moment. But I haven't seen it covered other than when I you know, saw it on Twitter. Right. You know, Elizabeth Warren had a, you know, she's not my cup of tea, but she had a fine moment. Yeah. But who's going to. And by the way, and Rachel Maddow's not even on on. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday anymore. So, like, who's telling them, like, you're going to get your marching that's orders from Ali Velchi? problem. It's that a is- huge problem. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand how MSNBC is letting their largest star work one day a week. The only person I want to watch in primetime, frankly. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I can't I, know. I can't stomach the guy that comes on after her, Larry, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, he's right. not my cup of tea. I don't know what it is. He's Just, not great. But, I mean, really, you know, Andrew Mitchell the day that the opinion, you know, came out, had on an anti-abortion activist who lied yeah. about, you know, all, it's, or, it's, like, everything it's, was a it's, lie. Ho- it's hard. All right, Janet, um, why do you think Sam Alito leaked this to the public? <laughs> um, I, I feel, I feel <laughs> very confident that he was the leaker. <laughs> I do. I know everybody wants to say it was it was maybe it was Chief Justice Roberts. Maybe it was one of the liberal justices or Ginny Thomas. Why not? Ginny or, Thomas? or Ginny Thomas. Maybe the two of them. Maybe they all, you know, maybe yeah, Ginny Thomas. And oh, I mean, what's one more thing on her rap? Sheet? Yeah. And by the way, by the way, I don't know what exactly makes it criminal to leak this, frankly. And I, no, I no. You, you know, it's against protocol. Yeah. Against so. protocol. Like I hear people saying people should go to jail for this impeachment. What's well, the pro- what's I mean, the crime? Right. Tell me the crime they committed. Uh, you mean you mean this branch of government that's equally as political as every other branch of government got a little sunlight shown on it? Who cares? Well, and I think you know your point is well taken that it's only really benefiting them because right. now you know if we accept that they are ashamed and they know this is a political you know sort of terrible thing for them with the midterms coming. Right. You know, then theoretically they've, you know, kind of moved the whole 
you know, the shell game where now we're talking about the leak. Although, I think people are going to notice that they can't get abortions. And I think they're going to Yeah, yeah I think they're going to notice. I think when, you know, like when this thing passes in June, by the way, the closer to the election, the more valuable it is to progressives. So leaking it now doesn't do anything for it, right? Actually well, leaking it now might, like we talked about in the last, you know, a little while ago, you know, leaking it now might soften the blow for the election, might soften the blow for when it actually happens. I mean, you could, I think that's true about like maybe gas prices, but I do think taking away a right that was constitutionally protected for the last 50 years or, you know, 45 years isn't going to like, you know, six months later, people aren't going to say, you know, I wanted an abortion, but now I think I'm going to have that baby. It's all good. I mean, it's, this is going to like reverberate, right? So maybe it definitely for now, I think the leak has, you know, been the sort of, eh, I still don't think it's the main focus, but it's no, a distraction. It's a distraction that because conservatives don't want to be like, well, uh, yeah, this is what we wanted the entire time. They want to be like angry about something because the only thing they know is right. anger. So they got to get their people angry about something. Right. Democrats now finally have people angry again because, you know, anger actually motivates people to vote. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thing, you know, the, the fear at one point had been once they do it, the whole issue is going to be off the table. But, it, you know, like we were talking about, it's not off the table because now they're a, you know, targeting a national ban. And there's you know, some of the dumber ones are saying it. And B, you know, again, some of the dumber ones are admitting they're going for birth control. Some of the, and the, some of the dumber ones are introducing laws to punish people for Louisiana, doing it. Louisiana. I mean, Louisiana, if, you know, that law gets signed. You can't do in vitro fertilization. Right. I mean, it's, it's everything is going to be on the table. And, you know, that's, I think that is going to have legs for a while. I mean, obviously, it's not the way we would want to have, you know, a political upper hand. I personally, you know, you look at this special election, this House seat in Michigan that the Democrats flipped in a plus 14 Trump um, district that didn't get any, you know, attention. No. And the guy that was running was really radical. He's a, a loon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, instead, we talk about Nina Turner, who could not be less relevant in any. Right. Like, who cares? It was a prime. She was running a, a primary again against the same person she lost to. And this time she didn't have any money. She lost, she lost by more. <laughs> right. 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 But actually, she did. She had money because these, you know, kind of kooky. You know, but not like the last her. time. She didn't have the kind of money she had the last time. I mean, I mean, she's not a she's not a poorly funded. She is, you know, there is right wing money behind her as well. I mean, she is like, you know, the, she's like Tulsi Gabbard, but she got more attention, and I saw a lot more coverage of that than flipping a plus fourteen Trump seat, which you know, this could end up being, you know, woe is me, we're going to lose the Senate, you know, like we did, the, the argument was in 20, and then it turns out, you know, we won Georgia. So I don't, I'm not as... I, I mean, it, tur- it, it turns out pissing off women doesn't help yes. Republicans, right? So right. the plus 14, forget about the fact that choice was on the ballot on that Tuesday because, you know, of what happened Monday night. This is the guy who told, who said that if his daughters were being raped, he would tell them to lay back and enjoy it. Yeah, but that's an old Republican line. I mean, remember in Texas, Ann Richards' opponent said that um, for governor and said the same thing. You know, rape is like the weather. When you know it's inevitable, you might as well enjoy it. Clayton... Oh, my God. Yeah, Clayton. What, I, I can think of nothing more disgusting to say. And, and this guy said it and he lost. But I mean, disgusting 
isn't necessarily a non-starter with these people. I mean, you know, J.D. Vance is disgusting. I mean, you know, they're fairly, dis- they have a lot of disgusting people that still win. Yeah, I mean, J.D. Vance thinks they're idiots and they voted for him. Like he right. literally wrote a book about how they're idiots. <laughs> then went on the talk show circuit telling them how bad Trump was and how he was a never Trumper. And then two years later, oh, I love Trump. I'm going to be a senator now. Well, that's all you have to do. Right. That's all that you have to do in that. I mean, they also, you know, to their credit, think that John Kennedy Jr. is reappearing and becoming, you know, vice president for Trump when Trump gets reinstalled. So, I mean, I they are idiots. They, they think he's going to get reinstalled. And every couple of weeks, there's like, oh, Trump's going to be reinstalled on Thursday. And then Thursday right. comes and goes and he's not reinstalled. And but the same- you and I would, would find that, you know, concerning that our belief might be shaken at some point. But yeah, they, they don't. Oh, they delayed it because of the abortion leak. <laughs> right Now we got to be mad about the leak. How dare they? We got to find out what's up with the security at the Supreme Court. Right. I mean, it is right. it is possible. Somebody just left it on a printer and, right. you know. And that's <laughs> the problem with competing against these people. You know, I see Democrats advising, you, you know, we need to answer that we're not pedophiles i mean how do you answer something that is so you know just made out of whole cloth right you you can't they keep making up new well i will tell you that woman in michigan did a pretty damn good job Mm -hmm. answering that call and calling them out fantastic and and i think that that's the that's the approach just call them on the freaking carpet for it and and you know where what are you doing to help the community like this is the thing i mean a lot of these people they don't even have legislative staff in their in their congressional offices because they don't need it because they have no intention of actually doing anything they just want to get in the paper and but it works right they get in the paper and i mean you know what what is lauren Bobert and you know Marjorie Taylor Greene. What what have they ever done? Nothing. And They've made nothing. some. They made TikTok videos. I mean that that's right. it. And that's all you have to do to get their to keep their you know constituency happy. And you know uh, Madison Cawthorn, you know really. I think being gay is going to be a downfall. That's really the only thing. Well, you know, down. I think now's the time. And I know Madison's a listener to the Chris on show. Now is the time, Madison, for you to tell us which Republican in the House of Representatives or Senate offered you cocaine. Right. And which Republican in the House of Senate invited you to an orgy. We would all like to know because now they're taking you down for outing them. And you should be very mad at them for that. Right. He's right, Madison. Because obviously it's true because somebody... I mean, the the, the, the gates of infor- of information on this guy have been flung wide open. It's it's who's who's got the videos, right? Is it the wife, the Russian spy wife? That this is to me slightly more interesting than who's the leaker. I mean, someone was in the room when he's having sex with his cousin, and then like getting the video released. That's- I mean, was he actually having sex with his cousin or was that just like some weird freaking like Did you did you have to see the video cuz I, I I did see the video. Yeah. I mean, I saw a little clip of the video. I mean, that, I tried not to, I I didn't linger. It looked like a naked person jumping on another naked person and simulating sex. It didn't look like somebody actually having sex to me. That's just me. This is my I mean, it it was closer than someone who you were not like, uh, you know, in a sexual relationship with like, you know, you and, and your buddy 
at the gym don't frolic like that, right? So, well, I don't frolic at all. I'm a grown ass man. A frolicker, <laughs> but I mean, and, and I think this is the one that was, is also with his cousin. It was hard to tell. Uh, you know, I actually I don't think the video is as terrible. You know, neither do I. I mean, I'm like, what did he do? Terrible. Did he like? I mean, I don't care if he's gay. Frankly, I really don't care at all. I mean, I'm no, he's clearly gay. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, but I, th- I... I did think he was a little too pretty to be straight. Just saying. I'm like, <laughs> I know, but I think he needs... That to- doesn't make me a homophobe or anything. I just like saying, I don't know. No, no, right. But I have a weird... I mean, uh, this is TMI, but there's body hair that was shocking, I thought, in that video. That was really the weirdest part of that video. But... <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't you know, notice I that. Really, it, 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 don't look at it, people. If you haven't seen it, you're lucky. There's no reason to see it. But... Um, his love of Hitler is kind of quite very quite strange. Cool. You would think that the Republicans would be mad at him because he went to Hitler's summer retreat and said, "Look at this, I'm at Hitler's summer retreat." Oh, he was so happy. It was like the best thing for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and, and if he is to, gay, like, went, doesn't he understand that Hitler hated gays? Well, too? exactly. No, right. I know. It's like it was how I felt when I went to Abbey Road. Like this is so great. But you know, the <laughs> Beatles didn't hate Jewish women, right? You know, yeah. It was. Um, I mean, but he has no business, you know, being. A congressman and no. Peter does Matt no. and I mean, you know, these but now what we're doing is we're gonna populate the Senate with similarly, you know, awful people. And it you know, used to be that there was at least you know, you could accept that Congress had a lot of, you know, wing nuts and losers and morons, but the Senate was supposed to sort of be at higher echelon. You, you know, would and, think, right. Right, back in the day. But back- again, I mean, if you're gonna hearken back to old times but- Alito those were the good old days. Yeah, and by the, by the way, favorite. maybe this is re- why we don't need a Senate anymore, right? I mean, I know I'm a creature of the Senate. I worked for the majority yeah. leader. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is the Senate's supposed to be the cooling saucer. It's not supposed to have, you know, flamethrowers in it anymore. You know, that's not what a senator's supposed to do. Yeah. You want to talk about traditional yeah. American values and what our Constitution stands for. The Senate was not supposed to represent the passions of the people. It was supposed to t- to represent the long-term best interest right. of the United States of America, which it no longer does. It's it's basically the House of Representatives with six-year terms. Janet, before we go, I got to talk to you about the train wreck of a minority leader in the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, who uh, is now heard on tape talking to his fellow leaders, Liz Cheney, and uh, what's the guy who said that he was David Duke without the baggage? I always forget the guy's name. The guy who got shot. I don't know. Oh, Scalise. Scalise. Steve Scalise. Yeah. Yeah. David Duke without the baggage. That's the, the number two House Republican. <laughs> That's lovely. Great yeah. job. Uh, so, uh, and it, it was almost like he was talking. It was almost like you and I were talking during January 6th saying, I'm going to yeah, march 25th to the White Amendment. Yeah. 25th Amendment might take too long. We got to get yeah. this guy out right now. You know, and the only one of those three people who was ostracized was Liz Cheney because she felt the same way five days later. Well, and she voted for impeachment. Right. And they, they wouldn't. I mean, you know, I'm always like hesitant to like glorify, you know, Liz Cheney. And I mean, obviously, she's been very brave in this scenario. She's still on the wrong side of most things. But yeah, I mean, I think it's the best McCarthy's ever looked. I mean, you know, he also didn't, isn't he the one who said that Trump is on the on Putin's payroll? Yeah, he said yeah. that back during the campaign. Right. I mean, so he, you know, he knows, does, does it make him better or worse? It makes him worse in my mind. It's, right. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. He knows and, he's an idiot. He knows that uh, he's bringing the country down a dark path and he continues. Well, 
I mean, it, you know, I'm surprised he didn't, you know, wait to sell a book on it. Like Mark Esper, you know, has come out. He has a book that he's promoting. You know, the defense secretary saying that Trump is dangerous. He has no business being anywhere in public service. You know, he wanted to, you know, bomb Mexico and, you know, they wanted to lop off, you know, our enemy combatants' heads and put them on a pike. Yeah. You know, just all of these, he's called them unprincipled. But, I mean, when he had the job, he didn't tell us that. No, of course not. He didn't tell us. No, they were silent when they had the crickets from these people. When right. they had their and jobs. McCarthy as well. I mean, McCarthy, you know, had, has no compunction about going to, you know, kiss the ring of Donald Trump. So I don't know. I mean, I do think that it it shows, you know, really that we all are on the same page, but we're they're not willing to do what it takes, you know, to stand up for the country, I guess, because they wanted Roe overturned. Now, when they get Roe overturned in you know a couple of weeks, are they going to do the right thing? Is that no. the end of No, the no, they want power now. Right. right? Like Kevin McCarthy wants power. Mitch McConnell wants power. That's why Mitch McConnell came out instead of talking about the substance of what was in that leak, he talked about right. the leak, right? right? He didn't care about he doesn't really care about the leak. He cares about power. Right. That's all they care about. Power for power's sake, too, by the way. They don't do anything with that power. Well, that's what I was going to say. So power. I mean, I guess they've um, they amass money, you know, illegally ill gotten, you know, money. I mean, they've done they do things for themselves. I'm not, you know, other. Right. You know, what's the agenda to make sure that we don't teach certain books in school that we don't talk about transgender people? Well, they got it. That's what they do to keep those, you know, religious nuts voting. Because but now that's all they that's their whole platform now, yeah. right? Like you know, they're not even all united against Putin. I mean, you know that it, again. It, back to Tucker Carlson. It's amazing to me that they're not united. That, you know, and and I, you know, we don't talk about Ukraine as much as we did, but now it's come out. You know, all the do something people saying, you know, either Biden's doing too much or not enough on Ukraine. We have been giving them intel and this is why they're killing all the russian generals i mean short of actually pulling the trigger we're killing the russian generals yeah we're pointing them out look look what's over there a general he came out because they got no communication because the russian army isn't as good as we thought it was right (laughs) you know no thanks to donald trump right who you know again if donald trump was president right now kiev would have fell i mean he did his best when he was president right he was impeached for you know that there is never a mention on TV that he delayed giving them the weapons that we had pledged, the aid that we had we, pledged. We, we've allowed it. We've allowed it to be whitewashed. All right. I've got like 40 seconds left with you. No. Even, this hour has gone by in a flash. Uh, what do you want people to know about you? Where can they find you? Where can they watch you? Where can they read your stuff? Well, mostly on HLN these days. Um, you know, I kind of, I'm not doing the Amber Heard or I put my foot down. I'm not, I'm not doing that <laughs> trial. I don't even know what they're suing each other over. Um, but yeah, an HLN on Twitter, um, in court, <laughs> defending people, um, you know, just the, the usual places. And then the Chris Hahn show when you and I can schedule it. Well, I love that I was able to get this in and I'm glad we were delayed because I really needed to talk to you today with yeah, this stuff. Yeah, actually, I'm the leaker and I knew that. You were the one. Janet Johnson, always great. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide 
at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. All right, that's Janet. Hope you enjoyed it. How could you not? She's great. Love talking to her. Um, she always knows what's going on, too. She's always well-prepared, which is always good. Just like a good lawyer. She's always well-prepared. So, you know, finally tonight, I cannot stress enough to you that elections have consequences. And I know if you're listening to this show, you are, you know, especially now in a midterm election year, uh, you are totally tuned into that point. If you do not get people out to vote this year, Democrats will lose. And it's going to be a rough year for Democrats. Gas prices are high. Food prices are high. There are baby formula shortages. Now, I know none of these things are the direct responsibility of the president of the United States, but the president of the United States is being blamed for this, and his party will suffer as a result unless the party regulars, who are not known for showing up in midterm elections, by the way, show up in a midterm election in the same numbers they came out for in 2020. Let me be clear. Republicans are fired up. They think that Democrats are pedophiles. They think that they're socialists, that they're destroying the country, and they're going to come out and they're going to vote. And most Democrats don't even realize that this whole QAnon, Trump, ridiculous movement has been growing in the shadows for the last two years. And yes, you might be upset that it cost you an extra 10 bucks a week to fill up your gas tank. And I'm upset. We should all be, you know, I'm upset about it too. But we do live in a capitalist society. And I don't hear anybody thinking, oh, maybe the president should set price controls on gas. Uh, If he did that, you'd hear the right wing going nuts about that too. So get out and vote. Elections have consequences. And if we don't vote, we deserve what we get. And clearly, we didn't always get out and vote which is why we have a Senate that's the way it is, which is why we have state houses that are gerrymandering lines that are going to make it harder and harder for Democrats to win every single year because we didn't come out in midterm elections. And some states that should have Democratic majorities have Republican majorities, and they will continue to have Republican majorities because they draw the maps. So get out and vote. All right, I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth question everyone and everything even me seek the truth i know it's out there and i know you'll find it if you look for it and i'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as i see it i'm chris Hahn. thanks for listening to the aggressive aggressive podcast bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP.